0: The world went from not encouraging self care to making it a trend. So now everyone's into self care. Normally, this would be a good thing, but in a world where trending and going viral is the end game of the day, self care has become an aesthetic, a gimmick to pass as woke, introspective, or simply to go viral. So in today's episode, I'll be taking a deep dive into self care, filling you in on eight things you should know about self care. No one really talks about these things I'm going to be telling you today when it comes to self care. So, stick to the end to get special tips to help you practice self care better. On that note, I would like to welcome you to today's episode of For the Pains of Growing podcast. For the pains of growing, eight things you need to know about self care. <laughs> Okay, so right off the jump, I'm going to start with a definition of self-care. Now this definition, I personally put it together for the purpose of this podcast and I believe that it properly encapsulates what I think or what I believe self-care is. So personally, I define self-care as an act or state of self-awareness that enables one to consistently care, love and nourish themselves. Now there are some keywords in this definition. The first keyword is act. Now, I said an act because I believe that self-care involves certain actions or habits that improves your ability to consistently care, love, and nourish yourselves. This act may include sponge baths, meditation, long walks, running, but basically whatever you feel like whenever you perform, you are caring and loving for yourself. Now, another keyword is state. Of awareness or basically the state. I said state because I believe that there is a mental state you have to be in to be able to care for yourself. I don't believe that you can basically be in any state or condition and you'll be able to care for yourself. If you don't put yourself in a mental state that gives you the ability or the concentration to care, love and focus on yourself, then you can't practice self-care. Because I think that's not a mistake that people make. People think that it's just like an act or one of those things that you just do and it's okay i've done it like there is a whole ass mental state that you have to be in and the, impo- the important part of self-awareness is that if you're not self-aware of what goes on during your day if you're not self-aware of what's happening and what's not happening during your day you'll not be able to care for yourself because if you're not self-aware of everything that surrounds you and what happens in your day-to-day life you'll not be able to know what can stay and what can't stay You'll not be able to know what has to go and what does not have to go Do you get what i'm saying if you're not self-aware of like your life you won't know where things are going wrong and where things are going right you won't know okay the areas of your life that you need to nurture and love and care for better because i feel like there are certain things that going on in our life and then a lot of the time because we're not paying attention to our lives or really we're really just daydreaming or like focus on something else we don't notice them And these things sometimes may be part of the things that may be making our mental health or our state of being worse. So like, I feel like there is like a state of self-awareness that is needed for proper self-care to take place. Another thing, another word that I feel like is probably not a big deal, but I feel like it's a big deal to me is consistently. Now, I chose the word consistently because consistently basically means never changing it doesn't mean unceasing it means never changing now the thing is a lot of people say that you can be in a state of mind and you, you are able to love yourself for 24 7 365 and all of that and i believe it's true but for me and a lot of other young people who have like a bunch of things going on at the same time in their life we tend to follow this like train of self-care like sometimes you may say okay this week i'm going to perform this 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 each day as acts of self-care and by the time the end of the week comes it's like oh shit i've only really practiced my self-care act once and it's usually not our fault so like i use the word consistently to remind you that do not be scared because you are not constantly continuously like practicing self-care instead be consistent with it remain unchanged in your stance in your stand to love yourself you realize that, oh okay shit, it's hard for me to like adapt to this timetable of self-care or these acts of self-care that because of the life you're living, because you're hustling or whatever it is that like keeps you from being dedicated to this timetable. You simply say, oh okay, so what's the next thing? The next thing would be to adapt to your timetable or adapt your acts of self-care into your life. So even if you're not constant with it, as long as you're consistent, you remain unchanged on your goal to love yourself. That's all that matters because i feel like a lot of us have this idea that if something is not constant it's not true that's a lie even if you're not constant but you are consistent with it changes will accumulate over time and then over time you go from being consistent to constant so you get it. now i'll go into the things that you should know about self-care so the first one will be self-care is self-love now I- Against the like popular idea that self-care is a form of self-love. I believe that self-care is self-love A lot of people will say, oh um, self-care is just enough for my self-love It's just one of those things that you do to show yourself that you love yourself. In my opinion I believe self-care is self-love because if you don't care for something, you don't love it. I don't believe you can love yourself without caring for yourself. So everything that you consider an act of loving yourself and Um, Showing yourself how much you love yourself is self-care, does that make sense? Um, You say, oh, I'm going to buy myself gifts this week because I've been doing a lot to show myself I love myself, that is self-care. I don't know where it came from or the idea that self-care is a form because when you say something is a form of something, it means that other forms of it exist. But personally, I don't believe that there is any act of self-love that doesn't come under self-care no matter what it is because like i'll explain later on self care really depends on you and what you consider caring and loving yourself now the second thing on my list is self-care requires self-discipline now i know when we hear the word discipline there's probably like this cold shiver that runs down our spines there's this like negative energy that's really flowing in your mind which is probably because as growing up as kids whenever we heard the word discipline it usually came with Physical like abuse. You no know, one say, okay, now I have to discipline. You. I felt like for majority of people that grew up in black households, this was like the thing. And now, even when you Google the word discipline, like a bunch of like the first definitions and first results that will come up are like to train something to obey this, to to punish someone for disobeying an authority or a system or a set of rules but for me i consider like self-discipline not just the word discipline now self-discipline as the ability to combine various qualities to achieve a goal now the thing is as human beings we have like different qualities and different abilities different things that we are capable of doing and when we combine these things to achieve a goal and say okay this is what this is what i want to achieve this is what i want to do this is what i want to get this is the place i want to get to in my life when we combine everything that we have in our arsenal of abilities or qualities to achieve that goal, that's self-discipline. And now the goal we're trying to achieve now is self-care. Because the thing is, when you begin to do self-care, you realize that, oh shit, there's a lot of things that I can and can't do. Not that like, oh, you under a box that says, oh, or there are laws that says you can't do certain things. It's just that when you begin to care for yourself, you realize that certain habits you used to have we're toxic and bad for you so you have to quit them so when it comes to self-care you need self-discipline because you realize that oh shit there are certain things that i can no longer do and to stop doing those things i need to be able to discipline myself not in the negative way that we're disciplined as children but in a more conscious sensible way that is like oh okay we need to change our ways we need to stop doing this thing about self-discipline is that if you don't have willpower if you don't have the boldness to tell yourself that you're no longer going to do this and then start working towards not doing it anymore, you'll not get, you're not going to get anywhere. The thing is, you, have, you can take baby steps, it may not be easy at first, but with self-discipline and remaining consistent in saying that I'm going to care for myself, you will achieve your goal. So for you to maintain consistency, to get to constancy, self-discipline is needed. And also it's not just about things that you can't do because you realize that okay, there are certain things you need to do more, probably like meditate more, journal journal more, um, use affirmations more, or eat better. Basically it depends on the things that you discover in, in your journey of self-care that you need to adapt or drop. So adapting or dropping certain actions or habits or life or lifestyle decisions requires self-discipline. So if you don't have self-discipline, you have to start learning self-discipline for self-care and for yourself. Now the third thing is, self-care requires you to learn yourself. I feel like people don't talk about this enough. Everyone is just talking about the physical aspect of it. With self-care, there is a need to go inward and you need to understand yourself. Because like I said before, self-care is self-love. And you can't love something you don't understand. You can't care for something you don't you don't understand. A lot of people are. In, a lot of people don't love themselves because they're like, oh, I don't understand why my mind work, works this way. I don't understand why my mind does these things. I don't understand why it's always the battle in my mind. I don't understand why everything is so hard when it comes to working with myself. I don't understand why everything has to be a struggle when it involves me. Maybe the thing, the thing is that the problem there is that you keep on saying you don't know, and it's not like you're talking about a stranger or something that is distant, it is yourself. And I get because I've been in that place where I'm like, what is wrong with me? What is the issue? The only answer to that is going inward. And learning and understanding yourself. And the process of learning and understanding yourself, the process of learning what you like and you don't like about yourself, the process of learning what you need to change and what you need to stay doing in your life and with yourself are acts of self care. So start learning yourself today. And the thing is, you don't learn yourself just so you can change yourself, you learn yourself so you can have a better understanding of yourself. You learn yourself so you know why things go the way they go in your life and so you can understand the decisions that you make on a day-to-day basis. So self-care requires you to go in, self-care requires a lot of introspection and also like for you to know what to do as self-care, for you to know what you consider as self-care, you have to learn yourself. There are a lot of things that people do that they consider acts of self-care that I don't in regards to myself. And there are lot of things that I would do that a lot of people would not consider acts of self-care. And also like learning yourself also will also help you like arrange yourself and arrange your plans for self-care. Even with the acts of self-care, even to know what to do and what not to do and like what your body will accept and what your body would not accept. It all requires you to love, your, learn yourself. So stop being afraid to go into your head. I know it's not easy to say, oh, okay, I'm going to dive into myself and go into all the dark corners of my mind and understand what exactly is going on, but you have to. Now, the next thing I would say is self-care takes many forms. It depends on what you consider self-care. Like I said before, what I consider self-care is not what another person considers self-care. And what they consider self-care it's not what the next person considers self-care and that is okay i feel like everybody believes that self-care has to be sponge baths scented candles and drinking wine and whatever it doesn't have to be it takes many forms that depend on what you as the individual consider self-care so like i said before in the previous point you have to learn yourself so that you know what and what is in self-care for you what you consider self-care now the fifth point here is self-care isn't always an instagram aesthetic video it gets deeper than sponge bands and scented candles it's a spiritual physical and mental thing that can get scary and become a daunting task now first off in case you haven't listened to the previous episodes i'm going to explain something that i've said before i consider the mind the conduit of the physical and the spiritual the mind is at the center of the physical and the spiritual and it links both. So keep that just keep that point in mind. Trigger now when you go online and people talk about self-care, it's like oh and it's like I mean it's like this aesthetic video with like a bottle filled with water and rose and like has like sage burning at the corner, you know, some slow jazz playing at the background. Oof beautiful. But it gets deeper than that. There's a spiritual physical aspect of it that can get scary especially for many people because like when you begin to ask yourself Okay, why do I hate myself? Why do I not love myself? Why do I think the way that I think? Why do I have these negative thoughts that always come through in my mind? Why do I self-sabotage? Why do I tell myself things like, you don't deserve to leave? Why does my mind say things like, oh, I'm I'm worthless? When you begin to learn yourself and you begin to go into those parts of yourself, you do that introspection, it gets scary and a lot of people don't know this so when they go into self-care, when they go into journaling, when they go into loving themselves, they're like oh shit nobody told me that it gets this sad, Nobody nobody told me that this happens and that I have to battle all the negative thoughts in my head, that I have to go into the negative thoughts in my head to understand where I stand with myself. Oh baby, I'm telling you now so you know. But like I said before, self-care requires you to learn yourself. And in learning yourself, you'll find out a lot of things that you don't like about yourself. And you cannot say, oh, because I don't like these things of myself, I'm just going to give up on self-care. What do you do? You begin to understand those parts of yourself. And this point will take me to the next point, which is self-care is a form of shadow work. Now, in case you don't know what shadow work is, shadow work basically involves getting in touch with parts of yourself you've repressed. Now you know that in the world we live in, there's this idea of light se- Light is separate and dark is separate. If you understand the yin and yang and the balance in the world and how balance exists in the world, you understand that the light needs the dark to exist and the dark needs the light to exist. And you also understand that in every light there is darkness and in every darkness there is light. But because you grew up in a world that likes to separate the light from the dark, a lot of us tend to talk our dark side at the back, to the back and you're like, okay that part of me is never going to see the light, nobody has to know that I deal with depression, nobody has to know that I have suicidal tendencies, nobody has to know that I self-harm or I used to self-harm or whatever it is that you consider your dark side. But baby, when you start doing self-care, you have to go to those parts of yourself. According to therapist, Akuabo, I think, I hope I pronounced that name properly, diving into the unconscious material that shapes our thoughts, emotions and behaviors are the basis of shadow work and like i said before shadow work is self-care and self-care requires you to learn yourself no matter how good you are at hiding your dark side or that part of you that is depressed or that part of you that you don't want the world to see that part of it that was formed from trauma or abuse or whatever it will eventually come to the surface and when they resurface you find yourself in a place of shame because you're aware of those parts again and like, what the hell, I thought these parts of me no longer existed. No, they do still exist. You just hid them from yourself and from the world. And that itself does a lot of damage to yourself. Do you get what I'm saying? You have to dive into those parts of yourself. A lot of us have parts of, parts of ourselves that we don't like, that we hate, if I may use that word. Parts of ourselves that we feel like the world you never see. Parts of ourselves that whenever we come across those parts, we are like, what is wrong with me? why would this part exist like what is this supposed to be and then oh but i thought this part of me longer existed why is this part here this part is still there baby because you neglect it neglecting and ignoring something or a part of yourself will not make you go away and in honesty your dark side is necessary for your light side to exist the same way darkness and light exist the only reason why you want to be a better person or you want to change is because you are aware of that dark side of you that exists and majority of the time those dark sides of ourselves are actually not evil or bad like we tempt them like we tempt them to be they're usually just formed by tr- trauma or abuse or childhood negligence or whatever but because we are afraid of those parts or because we have a distaste or dislike for those parts we don't even do the shadow work to understand those parts of ourselves we realize that oh you have a self-sabotaging tendency or you struggle you, you have depression or you have suicidal tendencies or you self-harm. Or whatever it is that exists within your shadow self, instead of talking that part of yourself away, go into that part of yourself, going to that part of your mind, understand why that part of your mind exists, understand what it is that, that you could do to better that part of yourself, to better that part of yourself, running away from your dark side, quote and unquote, will not do you much good, it will only leave you empty and ashamed because eventually that side of yourself will resurface you have to learn to love your dark side because only in loving and embracing your dark side can you truly make that dark side light and then you do a lot of the time like I said before the dark side is unresolved trauma unresolved abuse unresolved like issues from childhood and also when you begin to do the shadow work and understand your shadow self, You realize things about yourself that you did not really know, you realize that there were certain things that happened in your childhood that you said, oh, this is never going to affect me, that are affecting you now and that is the point of shadow work. And like I said before, self-care is learning yourself. And yes, learning yourself, like I said the first time, involves learning the dark parts of yourself. So stop the idea that self-care is just about aesthetics. Stop the idea that self-care is just about scented candles and white wine. Stop the idea that self-care is just about loving the self- parts of yourself that you love. No, self-care is about loving every part of yourself, including your shadow self. And that is why, like I said, self-care is a form of shadow work. Because the moment you start going to that dark part of yourself, the moment you start deep, in, deep diving into that part of yourself, the moment you start reaching for that dark side of yourself that you've locked away for so long, you're going to realize so much about yourself that you did not even know in the first place. And you're going to be like... Why was, I, why was I ever afraid of myself? And then the seventh thing on this list is self-care is letting go of the past and healing. We come to this world like this empty-minded young child and as we grow, we accumulate experiences and we accumulate memories and with those experiences and memories, we begin to accumulate what my best friend, Mr. Kabadu, will call bag- baggages. And as we go through life we continue accumulating more baggages we hold on to them hold on to them and before you know you are in your 20s and you have all this weight on you and you're like okay what the hell is going on here you are holding on to so much that is not necessary and baby it's time to let go we hold on to past love we hold on to past memories we hold on to past friendships we hold on to things that have moved on from us things that have gone a lot of the time the reason why we hold on is because we feel like there is nothing going there's nothing as good as this waiting for us in the f- in the future but that is a lie and with self care you begin to realize a lot of things that you're holding on to that you shouldn't be holding on to you begin to realize a lot of thoughts that you're holding on to that you shouldn't be holding to holding on to memories that you're holding on to that are pulling you back ideologies that you're holding on to that are keeping you from evolving ways of living that you're holding on to that is keeping you in bondage and keeping you depressed this is a lot of things it's not just about lost love or memories it's a lot of things that you realize that you have to let go of and that is what self-care has showed me like when i'm journaling or when i'm meditating or when i'm thinking back on my actions i'm like oh so i have to let go of this thing and the things you have to do the self-care to find out what it is that you are holding on to that you have to let go so that like my friend miss erica badu said again you can pack lights you don't need all these things that you're holding on to in the world to continue in life. I promise you, the moment you begin to let go, the way you feel so much lighter, you'll be like, what? I can actually move through this world without holding on to all these past memories, holding on, on, to, holding on to all this trauma, holding on to all these things that have been pulling me back for so long. Yes, you can. And the only way to get there is by letting go. And that is where self-care comes in. And then the eighth thing here is that self-care is forever. Hmm, <laughs> A lot of us going to self-care thinking, oh, okay. So I just probably have to do this for like three months, two months, and then I'll be this evolved version of myself that loves myself 24/7. And I'm probably done with journaling and I'm not be meditating anymore or whatever. Shocker, baby. Self-care goes on forever because you have to love yourself forever. It's not something that you do temporarily, it's not something that you do for a a short while. It's something that you have to continuously do forever, for as long as you live, basically. And the reason is because the moment, the day you stop caring for yourself is the day you stop loving for yourself. And the day you stop loving yourself, you will fall back into all the things that you've let go of. Because the moment you start loving and caring for yourself, you start falling. And when you find yourself falling, as an average human, you want to start holding on to all the things that you recognize. And it could be, and those things could be the bad habits that you've taken time to work to get over. It could be things that you've taken time to let go of. It could be the parts of yourself that you've taken time to outgrow. And because you stop caring and loving for yourself, you find yourself falling back into those habits, falling back into those parts of yourself, falling back into those people that you let go of and you don't want that so don't think oh it's just for a short while i know at first when you start doing self-care it may feel like a game duty it may feel like work but the thing is that the more you do it the more consistent you are with it the more um easy to feel like i said before in the previous episodes progress mindset forget that forget about that vision of your completely hit self when i say forget i don't mean throw it in the trash i mean like Stop. Yes, you know you want to become a hit version of yourself, but forget about that version of yourself for now and focus on the journey towards getting towards that version of yourself. Remember that you are on the journey of becoming a version of yourself that you love. Personally I tell people that I am on the journey of unbecoming because I feel like my time on earth has put too much on me and has made me attach myself to things, ideologies and people that I should not attach myself to. So my goal and my journey for the rest of my lifetime is to unbecome everything that I'm not. So i can be co- so i can be who i am truly and so a le- a learning ideologies letting go of past traumas and shit, um learning myself understanding what self-care is for me practicing self-care and doing the shadow work is all part of my journey of unbecoming and i feel like you should join me on this on this journey because when you go on the journey of unbecoming you begin to pull away the layers of yourself that aren't you and eventually you find out who you truly are so like Self-care is forever. Now tips on how to practice self-care. The first thing I would say is learn to put yourself first. This is the most important thing. I feel like a lot of us are afraid to put ourselves first, me included. I have issues with saying no. I have issues with telling people that oh I can't do this for you because I have to do this for myself. Do you get what I'm saying? But I'm learning to I'm learning to do this and I feel like you should learn to do this too. Because the moment you start putting yourself first a lot of things begin to go your way. Remember when you start putting yourself first, you have a lot more time for yourself. You don't engage in activities that are draining. And putting yourself first, I promise you, will make you lose friends, make you lose family, will make you lose people that you thought care for you because they cannot deal with the fact that you are putting yourself first. And if, if your friends and your family cannot understand that you need to take a break from things to care for yourself, then you don't need them in your life. And also, do not be afraid to communicate your need to put yourself first properly with your friends because this is something that I have issues with too. Now the second thing is be consistent. Like I said before, consistency and constancy are two different things but with consistency you can achieve constancy. You realize that all oh, the things and the acts of self-care that you planned out for yourself, you're not sticking to them, you're not sticking to your time to build self-care. Instead of getting going down the spiral of self-sabotage and saying, oh, fuck this, I'm not doing this again. Encourage self-discipline in yourself. Become more disciplined. Be, try and adapt your timetable to your lifestyle. Try and create a new timetable to your lifestyle because I understand that a lot of us, a lot of my listeners are young and a lot of us are trying to like get that back. A lot of us are trying to find our balance in life now because we're literally like in our 20s. So life basically just began for us. So do not put too much pressure on yourself that you feel like, oh, because you're not adapting to your self-care timetable, you are falling off and you will never love yourself. No baby. Just be consistent. Remain unchanged in your goal to love yourself and continue and continually review your self-care activities, continue review, continually review your self-care timetable to fit what you need to do. Like I said in previous episodes, I take like Saturdays and self-care Saturdays where I just like sleeping for longer and doing do a bunch of things. But for the past two weeks, I've not had my self-care days. Not because I don't want to be, but because my brothers aren't around currently and I'm the only one at home my parents. So, like, there are a lot of tasks on Saturdays that I have to run for my that I have to do for my dad and my mom. So, by the time, like, I'm done, it's, like, evening already. And I'm, like, shit. Normally, old me will be, like, so angry and get mad at the fact that my parents are ruining my self-care Saturday. But, like, I'll just be, like, oh, okay. So, basically, I have, like, a couple of hours left to practice my self-care saturday and i do the, do it to my best strength and i leave the rest for god simple so it may not be going as you planned but you can still find the balance and find the, your footing in the frenzy and the craziness of it all do you get now the third tip for self-care habits: have is take baby steps and try not to get overwhelmed because self-love is not an easy thing i feel like when we go into self-love a lot of us have visions and ideologies like i said previously of our like completely healed bad bitch self but take baby steps because to get to that completely healed bad bitch version of yourself is not going to be easy it's going to be stressful there are nights where baby you'll be crying because of your journey in self-care and self-love there are times where you feel down and bad because you discovered something about yourself that you didn't like and your efforts to make those changes aren't coming through basically it's not going to be an easy journey it's going to be a very rocky journey but the more consistent you are the more you stay in your goal to love yourself and care for yourself the more better attitude you become so don't get overwhelmed don't get stressed don't focus on all the things you've not unlearned don't focus on all the things you're not doing yet focus on the things that you are doing and continue doing those things and take you one day at a time one foot in front of the other like i said a thousand times before progress mindset it's not about the goal it's not about the end game it's about the journey towards the goal catch it and then the fourth tip for self-care i have is do you i cannot emphasize this enough you will go online and check self-care and they will recommend thousands of activities that are self-care it doesn't mean you have to practice all of them some of those things you may practice them and it doesn't feel like you're loving yourself or caring for yourself so stop it and find things that you consider self-care and self-love find things that when you practice and when you do and when you engage in, you feel like you've cared and loved for yourself do you get what i'm saying try different routines try different activities meditation journaling affirmation exercise yoga whatever it is that works for you i used to do yoga i don't really do yoga anymore but when i used to do it i would do it and i'll be like oh my god i feel so relaxed and my younger brother would look at me like you just made me sweat for no reason and i'm like are you okay because when i i originally started doing yoga i would do it with my younger brother and he would be like i don't i'm not feeling what you're feeling you've made me waste my time so eventually he stopped doing it with me and i was like please go away so you get it it worked for me but it didn't work for him and it's okay like i said before you have to learn what self-care and self-love feels like to you do you get so on that note baby babies i would like to end today's episode remember peace love and divinity always stay jigging positive vibes only see you next time bye thank you for listening to to today's episode of for the pains of growing podcast if you liked this episode please smash the subscribe button for more content leave a review and also please share this episode with someone that you feel may need it or you feel that the information may help please don't forget to hit us up if you have any question whatsoever. You can find us on Instagram at for the pains of growing podcast and on Twitter at FTPG podcast. That is FTP and G podcast. Feel free to follow us for more content and to join the decision making process for our upcoming episodes. Until next time, wishing you peace, love and divinity. Stay safe. I love you. Bye. <laughs>